I really can't wait to the day where I come on here, intro, and I don't have to apologize. <laughs> and you guys will expect every single Monday, Friday, and I deliver every single Monday, Friday with Running Report 15. That today is not today. It's actually Two Black Tuesday. The Two Black Runners podcast just came out. If you're joining us from there, welcome to Running Report 15, where we give you the hottest running news every single Monday and Friday. This Monday, recent pro signings, bro. I got running news I care about and some ultra running. Like, I don't, I'm not an ultra guy, but when things happen like this, I got to talk about it. Plus a lot of cross country. I mean, a lot of cross country, but indoor season is heating up. Let's get it. I swear that every single time I do this, like RR15, this is about my fourth or fifth episode, I feel like there's not that much running news and I can just like, just get through it really fast. And I start talking about it, then I'm like, dang, this is actually a lot. And that's what just happened to me now. There's actually a lot of stuff to get into. So might as well just go ahead and start talking because there was a lot of stuff. First off, let's start off with these high school national cross country championships with East Bay Nationals and the women's race. Natalie Cook went up there and led wire to wire pretty much, ran a 17-15, the first Texan woman to ever win that East Bay National Foot Locker Kenny National Championship meet. She destroyed that running lane a week before, won by over 16 seconds. Now she has become the only girl to win the two national championships in the same year. Usually that's NXN and Foot Locker over the past 10 years. But since there was no NXN this year, or there's really no Foot Locker, she still got that done going back-to-back national championships when she's undisputed the fastest girl in the U.S. for high school this year in cross-country. Undisputedly. And she deserves it so like she ran that race great she led wire to wire they kind of came back on her at the end but to be honest like that last 500 she had an extra gear to just go even harder great performance by her she'll be at oklahoma state next year in the fall on the boys side riley ho wins it in a 15 11 to cap off an amazing season the week before he ran 14 10 5k 5k on a cross-country course at running lane but this week he goes out there he needs wins a competitive a super competitive east bay national championship race pretty much everybody was in this race until about the last 500 meters of it and i was really thought that was going to be keenan paula of san of san diego he runs for saint saint francis down in the san diego section he went out there he runs this meet for invites during the season he runs this for dual meets during the season he runs this for cif to get the state and everything he ran 14:24 at Mount Sac, but he only finished. He finished second, right behind Riley, and it was really because Riley Holt just ran a much more tactical and just tactical and better race. To be honest, he ran the best race out of the field. That's why he won. He stayed back for most of the race and then really emerged about that last. He started going towards the front like that last mile, then the last 500. He really just dropped the ha- hammer and he was looking smooth. He was looking like a smooth operator, but really took the devil away from them. He's going to Michigan State next year in the fall and he's going to be a real threat as well. He's the eighth person ever from Michigan to win this race, including people like Grant Fisher and Dayton Ritzenau so there is a bright future for him for sure that's not the only cross-country news i had for this week we actually had some professional cross-country as well from this past weekend and first up we had usatf club cross-country champs and like to be honest y'all like 
I don't really care about this. Like, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't really care about this. But it's not a fact of all like, bro, I don't care who's in. I don't care about the people that aren't in, that are in the race. Like, not enough high profile stars or anything. Because Natasha Rogers winning, like, that's actually really like, I'm hyped for that. Natasha Rogers, I feel like, is super good. She's getting better and better. And it's, going, it's on the brink of getting like that 10K spot at Worlds or 5K spot at Worlds. Like, she is the real deal for the Hanson's Distance Project. But I just feel like USATF Club Cross Country Championships hasn't gave me enough reason to care about the meet. Like there hasn't been enough hype around it or anything for me to care about the meet. And maybe I should be doing that because I'm in the media side, but I don't know, just something still isn't clicking to where like I need to ultimately care about this meet. But you know what meet I did care about? was across the pond euro cross country championships where jacob ingerbrenston went out there and won his first senior title in euro cross country he has won five straight including under under u20 and u23 as well this is really just adding on to the legacy of jacob ingerbrenston i'll put the video down in the show notes of this race and just see the hype around this like this is what we need for usatf club cross country nationals if you want me to care about it and i just think we can't really get that with USATF club compared to like EuroXC because like it's different countries you know so like people are it's like country pride and like fans for that and just the fandom of these club teams is just not nearly the same but I do think there is a way that this can be more hype at USATF club cross country championships the main way that we do that it's by putting cross country in the Olympics. I don't know if that will happen, but if cross country was in the Olympics, the hype would come for the trials. Once it's time for the Winter Olympics, the hype would come, people would be there, just like the marathon trials. I really do believe that, but I don't know. That's my little spiel. Another news from Euro Cross Country Championships. We also had Charles Hicks win the U23 gold medal. The man goes to Stanford right now. He finished fourth at NCAA's cross country about about a month ago as well he ran 2747 at ncaa's in the 10k finished seventh earlier this year back in track season so when we get back to this track season this indoor and everything when charles hicks comes back from comes back from dublin ireland back to palo alto and stanford this dude is going to be a problem he already is he won the pac-12 title in cross country this past year so charles hicks is a problem and he's proving it more and more and more as well and going back to the girls senior race as well carolyn Gorval completed the sweep for Norway, winning on the women's side. A great day for Norway. Shout out Charles Hicks. Euro cross country. Y'all are doing something right. Getting me hyped for the race. And like, I, I shouldn't want to care about this race, but y'all are making me. So great hats off to y'all. So next up, we have some indoor track news. Abby Steiner went out there and broke the 300-meter indoor collegiate record with a 35.80. She now has the 300-meter and 200-meter indoor collegiate records. Earlier this year, she ran 22.38 indoors at the NCAA Indoor Championships, breaking the indoor collegiate record, and then also getting the indoor world lead for the year over the likes of Shauna Miller-Webo, Allison Felix, and even Kanara Hayes. She suffered an injury this past outdoor season that's why you didn't see her like at the trials or just competing to get that spot so i think abby steiner really is the real deal it's just the fact of like the ncaa and the 200 is most especially for the usa is really stacked right now so is she even the best ncaa 200 meter runner right now 
right now in the sport because we still have Aniva Battle who went out there and got on the Olympic team. She was able to have a healthy season, got on the Olympic team this past summer from Ohio State, who's also going to be running indoors. So it's going to be super interesting when we see Battle and Steiner really go down and have that competition for that 200 meter title for the indoor season and then when we get to the outdoor season. So is Steiner the best in NCAA? I don't know yet, but it's going to be an interesting journey to say the less. And y'all need to remember the name Abby Steiner because she just won't be there for indoors this year. She will also be there at the world, at the not the world championships, but at US championships trying for that 200 meter spot. But that 200 meter spot is going to be hard to fill. You still got Gabby Thomas, Jenna Brandini, Brittany Brown in there, Tamara Clark in there. There's so many ladies you can put in that mix. It's going to be hard to get there. Next up, we have a report that I don't really talk about just because I don't really pay attention to that as much, but it came up to my feed and I was thinking something that I had to talk about on RR15 is that is the new American records in the ultra running community. First coming from Nick Corey with a new American 24 hour record of 173.015 miles. That's an 819 average for Nick Corey. He now is the seventh all time performer in the 24 hour just competition. 19th best performance was his 173 miles right he was moving too in his second to last lap he ran a 127 he was closing in six minute pace that's just insane bro this man ran for 24 hours i don't know if he's sleeping in between that or nothing i don't know i'm guessing 173 miles bro that's that's too far that's that's way too far what's crazy too is that he tweeted out the day before if you don't think that 173 miles is already crazy to run the day after this he said today i am thankful that crutches exist so i can get around my own house amazing the contrast my mobility in, in the last day with the 24 hours before it that's that's completely insane also another american ultra record that we just got from this past weekend was camille heron who went out there and broke her own 100 mile track American record in a time of 13 13 hours and 21 minutes and 51 seconds that is 801 pace her old record was 1325 so a big big shatter of her old record to be honest just amazing amazing stuff from amazing people ultra run community it's tight it's tight gotta admit it's tight i i would never do that but i want i actually i am thinking like one day i want to do like western states or something like that probably just once i ain't doing running for no 24 hours i can tell you that 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 ain't happening for me no 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 sir All right, as we come down to the end of the running report 15 for this for this Wednesday, it's supposed to be a Monday, but for this Wednesday, I just have some quick hitters to get through and then I'll get you guys out of here. It's the recent pro signings of the Oregon Big Three finally filled out with Charlie Hunter finally signing his deal with Nike as well. From the likes of it, from the looks of it, it looks like he's going to be training with uh, Peach Julian's Dragons or their Pistons or the Storm team. I don't know what their name is, to be honest, but he did have a picture of him training with uh, Donovan Brazier that's been going around. So it looks like he is going to be training with that team. But just the fact that we have Cole Hawker, Cole Hawker, Cooper Tier, and Charlie Hunter all signed to Nike after being at Oregon and scoring earlier this year at the Indoor National Championships, about 43 points in total for them three just together to lead Oregon to a victory just shows how dominant and how great 
great their performance was earlier this year and they're only on the great and big things going forward plus being tied in with new generation wherever at that goes with the nike brand or outside of the nike brand it's also going to be really interesting to see these are going to be the three people you're going to want to keep your eyes on because they're going to be trying to change the game in the sport not just on the track but definitely off it now a little bit more somber news as well we had ali ostrander announcing on instagram that she is a taking a step back from running she ended her contract with brooks and brooks beast a little bit early and she went on the instagram to say that this isn't me retiring from professional running it's just me taking a step back she went on instagram to completely just say that she's over the past two years all the injuries that she's had on her body has shown her that her body and her mentally is not ready to take this toll of training so she's taking a step back from running to really get right better soon we want to see you back there on the track if that is what the future lies for you but whatever it does i know you'll be successful you're only 24 got a whole lot lot of life to live but hey get those mentals right get those mentals right for sure take care of your chicken get the mentals right that's what marshawn lynch right say right that's what he's saying <laughs> now running news that i care about now if you know me I'm a really big WWE fan. I was a really big WWE fan as a kid. Had all the wrestling toys. I'd watch every single Monday and Friday, like religiously. Didn't get watch the pay-per-views though when I was a kid. But I recently started watching WWE again. Just went to my first ever SmackDown show this past Friday, actually. I'm sharing too much with you guys. <laughs> but no, I really like WWE. And the cool thing about WWE that they just did, and that they just signed some NIL deals with uh, NCAA athletes. And they just had, a, they signed a lot lot of track athletes actually i'm gonna get this first name wrong but we had isaac obusin obitsin as well we had Aaliyah hutchings riley white masai russell then we had one other thrower but we had a thrower a tathlete and a hus and a hurdler wwe has kind of tailed this as people that are next in line that may be future wrestlers or working in the company after their deals come up so i don't know where that's going to really lead but it's just really interesting as well because one of, uh one of wwe's top earners or top performers right now is bianca belair who was a former ncaa all-american who went to tennessee and is now a WWE superstar. Earlier this year, she headlined SmackDown being being a part of a match at WrestleMania, being the first two women, two African-American women to headline WrestleMania. And she's also one of the top five most tweeted women tweeted about this year. So like that just shows that ex-track athletes have the potential to really cross over to WWE if that's the potential way that they sign like six other, they basically signed six NIL deals with NCAA track and field, which is kind of amazing. So it's gonna be interesting to see as well, just to see how this develops. And especially someone like Masai Russell, who's probably the most popular person from this list with their YouTube channel and their and their just their accomplishments that she made at Kentucky already, being at the Olympic trials this past year as well. So it's an interesting thing that's happened. Running news that I definitely care about. But uh, appreciate you guys hanging out with us on Running Report 15. See y'all on Friday, hopefully. I say hopefully because it may not happen, but that's the plan. See y'all later.